Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Crypto Sparta podcast. We're uh, back where it all began. Yeah, anniversary. We're at the birthplace of Crypto Sparta podcast episode one, which is uh, the marking of a new cycle. It's up only. We're back in a bowl. <laughs> hey, maybe. Well, hey, hey, hey. Gabe's Gabe's Dublin. Yeah, he's two got in a week. The bull run is back. Yeah, that's what they. I mean, it was alt season. Bet more. Bitcoin uh, was over, reached over thirty thousand this week, and uh, Kaleo Kaleo was like he uh, was over two k. Well, Bitcoin making another yearly high. Like maybe it's just as simple as people dump before New Year's for tax purposes. Just every New Year's buy Bitcoin. Yeah. The bulls are celebrating the street. $30,000 for one Bitcoin, all caps. 30,000 American useless dollars. A lot of hooliganism in the market. I mean, yeah, a lot of people predicted the, like, Shanghai update, and that's with, like, uh... I think it's a sell wall. I think that they were selling to the institutions. Well, that was, like, the... Honestly, it did not go down. Well, it, so that's what... If you look at the chart, update. there were sell walls. There were orders being filled. It's so, spot-driven. That's what everyone keeps saying. I don't know really? if it's true. I don't believe that. That's what people keep saying. Well, the reason why there's the market is because, like, uh, a lot of ETH unlocks for the ETH staking 2.0. So there, a lot of people were expecting that sell. Well, in terms of options, I heard so, that there were some uh, calls on ETH over 2K that people were exercising. So there were a lot of options where people were leveraged maybe gabe can explain because he's like more of the trader than i am but when people bought options for cheaper than actually paying for it then you can like like get, an options contract you get the option to purchase yeah. eth for two thousand and when higher. eth teased two thousand all those options were yeah in i money. just hit yeah so it's a leveraged bet based off of the future price depending on what the price is at that point so all the people that like three, six, twelve months ago purchased ETH options to buy ETH at two thousand. When ETH hits two thousand, if it goes a bit over, your options are a leveraged bet because you don't actually buy the stock. You buy the option to buy the stock. So that means that it's cheaper, but if you don't even exercise the option, you're just paying money for an opportunity to like maybe do nothing. If I tell Gabe I want to buy ETH at two thousand, and it's at two thousand, and it stays at two thousand, I could just buy ETH at two thousand. But then, why did I give him money for the option to buy it at two thousand? It's not worth anything. But if ETH the goes to three thousand, really if I'll ETH say. goes to three thousand, yeah. and then I have the option to buy at two thousand, because I gave him a hundred dollars, be like. Yo, do you promise to give me ETH at 2000 in a month? And then ETH shoots through the roof. You're like, I'm going to buy a lot of ETH now. Let me exercise that option. But if the options just go to waste, then it's a complete waste. But it's yeah. like a, it's just a form of gambling, literally. <laughs> but there's not that many reproduct repercussions. Like I There's mean, big upsides. Bro, did upside, you not see yeah. that Squid Games guy? Big when upside. he was like, you were the smartest in our class. Like what happened? He was like, were, he was leveraging. He was yeah, leveraging. he was using that. options is a way of leveraging because the option to buy is much cheaper than the actual purchase. I mean, well, it only works if like something goes up a lot, then it's like super worth it. But 
No, I mean, well, yes. It depends. If it goes down, it's bad for you. There's you many ways money. to exercise. You lose money. If it no, there's also the way of imagine I have Unless a shit ton of ETH, and then I purchase options to either buy or sell. You can do puts as well. Yeah, you can. That are options. Yeah. I have a shit ton of ETH, so if I am worried about market volatility, then you buy options as a hedge which is basically insurance. So uh, not to call you out, but I can buy options to sell at the same price it is today, just in case it goes down a lot Yeah, because I own a lot of it. Yeah. So I'm kind of arguing with what you said. No, I mean, you can, but like, that's the other side of it. That's well. And then this is the way that options work in commodities markets or like cows where I, Hey man, I'm going to lock in the price today. And then, like, again, if it moves the other way on you, you know, you just wasted whatever you paid for the options. And then that's the whole thing. Unless you're buying both sides. I mean, there's, like, more complex strategies. It is. Exactly. There's more complex strategies. I don't know how far we need to get into options trading. I was going to say, is this 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 what people talk about when they're saying they're swinging outside the sheets? Yeah. Because if you you do out-of-the-money calls or in-the-money calls, so imagine, the thing is, it's like, if I have a shit ton of cows, you want to hedge your bet. You want to milk those motherfuckers. No, you want to make sure some is sold so you buy the option. It's a good way to play volatility. Exactly. That's what options are. Like a way to play. If there's no volatility, you lose money. That's basically what it is. If there is volatility, you make money. You're exactly right. If you play play both sides. Yeah, if you play both sides. I mean, it's just a leveraged timing bet. And it depends on what values you're getting. But if you think that Bitcoin is going to go way up, but you don't have much money, options is a way to leverage your bet. So if you're like, yo, I know Bitcoin is going up. Or down. Or down. Yeah. I'm going to buy a month ahead of time and say, hey, I would like the option to buy 100 Bitcoin, but I don't have that much money. But I'd like to buy it at the price of today. So if it goes up in value... I can sell that option to someone else to buy the Bitcoin. So, hey, Bitcoin's at 30K. I bought the options at 20K. That's way out of the money. Yeah. (laughs) And so then you sell that option to someone else. That option is just worth a lot now because, hey, man, Bitcoin's 30K and I have an option to buy at 20K. So you make 10K. But it's not free 10K. You charge them, and then they buy the option. And then that's the crazy thing where you get into the next level at the big short, where that that no offense to your people, but yeah, the Asian guy, or even like him. the Look derivatives. That I I do not. No I'm selling the options. I'm selling, like, I'm selling. I'm selling the options. How do you how do you know this is correct? Look at him. The numbers are correct. No, no, not that guy. The guy at the <laughs> tables. The guy at the tables. What? <laughs> when I you sell derivatives. No. In the big short. No, I'm talking about I'm talking the about guy Vegas? at the tables in Vegas. Oh. Where Michael Burry, the the Steve Carell character. <laughs> oh. He's like he's like Yeah, um so they buy more or they get mortgages from us and then we repackage those mortgages. And then we sell them. And then we sell insurance on those 
And then the market for trading the options on insurance is larger than the actual mortgages. So it's like, you can trade options. So if I'm buying Bitcoin options, you can buy them from me and then we can leverage up. And then he's saying it's spot. Yo, I don't mean to, this literally sounds like it could be like an infinity loop. It is. And then the thing is the money. And then that's why you're, if you're buying spot, if you just buy a coin, that's called spot. There's no leverage. There's no options. There's no derivatives. But then you realize that people are trading derivatives every day that are much larger than how much you're investing or the other people investing in Bitcoin. Jesus. Jesus. And then that's why if Alameda goes down, it's like, oh, shit, they had loans of $8 billion. Let's move on to Alameda because we've been kind of like in the weeds. About- I was going to yeah. say good transition. Yeah. But FTX, we're supposed Close to be to leveraged where it was like – Apparently, uh, what's her name? The girlfriend, Allison, was down a billion in her Caroline. 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 Caroline was down a billion. She's fed now? She's fat? No. A A fed. She's definitely not fat. A fed. She definitely isn't fat. She's a little... I know what she's not. Shut up. Fat isn't the word I would use. Smithy, like... (laughs) Smithy would hit. That Smithy's type. No, he's a zero. Ouch. Ooh. She looked... What are you guys talking she about? Fucked, man, she's in a polyamorous. She's organizing three. So they obviously had a. She had a. How many digits of that? She had a ten-digit trading account. Well, I thought about digits that she's fucked, but I'm sure her ages. <laughs> but uh, wow, no yeah, FTX, man. They recovered. Apparently, they recovered seven point two billion dollars. Uh, and they want to relaunch their exchange in Q2. They're talking about can, taking Sam back to CEO. Yeah, as well. yeah. Can we can we talk about this a little Let's bit? Sam though? back in there because I don't. People <laughs> kind of took the announcement and the press release at face value. Let's actually dig deep into this. They thought that everybody's money was gone. Yeah, and they found it. Where was it? Busy, yeah, what, what, what was it? Going, what oh, we, we looked through this hey, drive. Crypto doubled. Uh, oh, all yeah. of a sudden we have the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> crypto went back up. We've yeah, crypto uh, eats the candy yeah. we're up. We're my my D-Gen 100X long. We found it. it came came back. Like, yeah, dude, what, yeah. what if they created their own black swan event to buy low and just yeah. le- leverage by large and make it all back? Well... Sam Bankman-Fried really? is known to be on the sides of the Democrats and uh, Comcast, underground lizards, and uh, uh, Carl, Klaus Schwab, you know. The weef. He's part of, uh, yeah, he's a globalist. If he gets off, it's actually going to be disgusting. I heard Doquan's for sure going to jail, though. Right? Where in what jail is he? I heard he's going to do like 120 is he gonna years. Do, is he Korea and the U.S.? Korea? It's between. I think it's Korea. They're going to battle it out over. Yeah. Over no, I think Korea gets. I think, no, I think U.S. will get. He fucked a lot of The U.S. is more sweat. He fucked a lot of Koreans. Koreans are fucked. The U.S. is more sweat. No, the, the Koreans, like. Serbia wants to please us. The people have like their own. Sometimes the U.S. is like tactful, though, where they're like. He's yours, like, you know. Maybe. I don't know. The SEC is pretty horny recently. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt Yeah, but what is this? Yeah, I mean, like, Elizabeth Warren apparently has a crypto death case, like, death warrant out. 
Like, well, the SEC is like going after everything under the sun. These Jay, well, the thing is, is that so the they're SEC talking about though, Brian Armstrong can't, is coming can't to agree. fight. They can't sure, agree on just, on what be a long crypto war. is. Is it a commodity <laughs> or is it a security? Like there are two different departments. Like the CFTC so is like Brian, the wire I know, I know you watched Succession because we watched it together. And when Logan is like, "What do you Spoilers. mean laws?" or "What do you mean politics?" Like, Laws are people. Politics are people. At the end of the day, it's clear that they're signaling that they're hostile. You can't take them at face value. You can't yeah. take the SEC. You can't trust them. You can't trust the government to tell you what their rules are going to be. And then now the sentiment is that they're getting more hostile towards the crypto people. Yeah. And what that plays out as, you can't, to a certain extent, our job or not our job, but like what we do is try to keep up and inform of what going on and what the new news is. But if we say, you know, they're going to rule this way or that way, it seems at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about the rules and they're just going to decide ad hoc to fuck with the crypto industry. Cause it seems like they are clamping down. I mean, am I wrong? They're fucking up, baby. They really are. And I mean, it's going to go offshore. But then you're going to lose a lot of free money on taxes. Probably. Yeah. But I guess no one pays taxes on crypto anyway. 4%. Yeah. 4%. Apparently so they just maybe they're it. not missing out as much as you <laughs> But does that feel, does that make you feel dumb if you actually pay taxes and you try to report your crypto? I feel like taxes are such an arbitrary number, right? Because they're just going to print whatever they need anyway. Yeah. So it's just, does how much you're actually taxed really matter to the government? It matters to you, obviously. Yeah. To the government, does it really matter? Any percentage is whatever, because they're just going to come up with the money anyway. Yeah. For what they really want to do. But it is kind of weird. Like It's arbitrary to them. It's a, it's a big, it matters to us. So, but, but yeah, do you even file, like, report it now, nowadays? Like, so they only go after money if it's going to be profitable for them to go after exactly. you. Like, they're not going to go after you unless you're like rich, most likely. But that yeah. was what they were saying was that they were funding more and more people. They are. They're trying to size up. And, and, and the thing is, more. Yeah. they talk about there are the countries that clamp down on it hard because the capital outflows. If you're in Argentina, I would have everything not in Argentinian pesos. Well, yeah, yeah, Bitcoin yeah. is made all time. Bitcoin's way too. better than that. That's how bad their inflation. The is. weird thing that I've explained to a lot of people <laughs> that talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin's all time high. Right? They they yeah, tell right. me, oh, you're the Bitcoin guy, or you're into crypto, and I'm like, one thing that's really interesting is that really actually, you can have stable coins, and crypto makes the dollar way more accessible to third world nations that actually yeah. want the dollar. People here don't understand how bad the currency situation is around. Yeah, they, exactly. don't, they, they have no concept. No idea. They, have like, no idea. they think like the South U.S. America's is the whole world, and that's just how thoughts. money works. And I was in but India. they don't get their currency. I was in India. I was in India. I feel here don't understand that. I was in India. That's like a foreign concept. For multiple yeah, shocks. Dude, there was, this one, no there was this one drought in India, and the price of onions doubled. There were riots. We could we ride it over eggs. Yeah, it would be cool. That's you see not what it would be like. Honestly, Americans not need to riot more, I think. I think we need to riot more. But about the right things. Not oh, about yeah. that. No, that's it. I, 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 I,
No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll say it. Let's see what your uh, editing team has to say. Oh, they don't edit shit. All yeah. they do okay, is well, just add in yeah, okay, random music that distracts and <laughs> listeners. I guess crypto already is political, though. It's already very yeah, it right. Is. It's already very right wing. It is. Very right wing. I mean, right wing. Yes, we know. Yeah. I mean, it, no, right yes. wing try to claim them. No, but that sounds really. Yeah, really. yeah no, I mean, yeah, no. It's libertarian. It's libertarian. It's libertarian. You know what's wild is a lot of people, you know, one of the uh, most free states, in my opinion? Sure. New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, I mean, the I mean, of Demiris. She lives in New Hampshire for a reason. And so they have they have a lot of Bitcoin people that are super rich that yeah. are like libertarian New Hampshire, like woodsmen. Yeah. And we saw them, Brian and I saw them at the Bitcoin conference. They were in that teepee doing the like, hodl, my friend, mm-hmm. just hodl. They're yes. like weird psycho religious <laughs> people. Awesome. It was so strange. They had chance. I can't believe you went to that. The Miami the Bitcoin. Way, what? That was like two oh, years ago. It was so bearish, too. It was just straight down after no, that. No, yeah, right after. It was so after, bearish. Right after, after that. It was in the midst of a downside. It was at 4,000. Peak bear. Yeah. And we were, we were telling all these people, they were like, so you're into Bitcoin? I was like, I actually like moved out of Bitcoin into ETH, like. I like NFTs. I'm into crypto, but yeah. I'm just at Bitcoin because I want to go to the whatever. And they're like, I'm only into Bitcoin. Ethereum is Yeah, what scam. is Ethereum? They're like asking questions about Ethereum. What do you they're mean like, NFTs? I just yeah. am into Bitcoin. Bitcoin? Yeah. It was weird because they were they're really... Like maxes. Dude, the Bitcoin max. That's most people, insane. man. Yeah, that's most people. Most people are insane. Most people are just Bitcoin. Yeah, shop, there shop. is no section. Yeah, shout yeah. out Michael Saylor. Yeah, there is. You know, they're back in the green. Yeah. Uh, what bank just purchased some shares of uh, MicroStrategy? Yep. yep. They started Citibank. Doing that. Was that Citibank? There was a. There was another one that was a foreign bank. There's a couple banks. TD. TD. Uh, At this point, MicroStrategy is a proxy for Bitcoin. Exactly. And Which JP Morgan weird. just bought, like, I think a big percentage of MicroStrategy. So they, like, yeah, yeah, that was a place. Yeah, yeah, was a place. They, they, like, technically it made a big bet Morgan, on yeah. Bitcoin by buying that much MicroStrategy. Yeah, it's like exposure to BTC. Isn't it weird how, like, a company can buy a company that's exposed to this? Well, that's, that's what, uh, like, uh, the uh, <laughs> the and, uh, GPTC, the, uh, Grayscale trusts in, uh, on the stock market. Yeah. Uh, well, and the London Exchange is going to list an ETF. Coinbase futures are about to come out too. And then in, in the midst of the SEC, yeah. if you have if you have an ETF in London, though, then you can do derivatives trading. But derivatives trading on Bitcoin is illegal, but on the ETF will be legal. So then it's going to open up a lot of liquidity of people gambling up and down and on future prices. Or, and I mean, the decentralized exchanges are getting more and more sophisticated. Like, the cat's out of the bag. I don't know if they're going to try to fight. It seems like the U.S. is going to fight it, but we have less of a to get into person. I mean, they do get in personal freedoms. Like, we can't trade this. We can't trade that. But you can fucking gamble. It's really, what's the word? Like Inconsistent? Yes. That's the exact word I was looking for. And I was like, I don't even need to get flowery with my language. They're just 
You can't trust them because they're inconsistent. They don't know what they're talking about. They're talking, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're coming no from clue. no source of knowledge. No, I like, mean, they, they don't come from a source of knowledge. They come from a source of self-interest. Yeah. And that's why they're exactly. inconsistent. But they because don't even... Because, because they're all each other's toes. They're, they're interested in Bitcoin. Warren, for sides. example, she's a And now Fidelity, Fidelity is offering Bitcoin to their clients. Look, they either they want a piece... Or they want to fight it, but they don't think they can fight it. And then it's going to be a slow transition and they're going to fight it. But they're also going to embrace it because they want some of the money. I don't know. I see it as bullish. But um, just to touch on NFTs a bit, uh, there was this one thing. And I think it's a PSYOP, Nakamigos. It seems completely manipulated. And people had made some bet. And had like done one of his people pieces about him, and it just crashed and burned. And I think that now people have their eyes open to what is genuine, what's like actually going to be serious. I've talked about the Kanpai Pandas and the Pudgy Penguins, but there are other NFT brands that are like, dude, the Board Ape Yacht Club and Yuga are like getting more sophisticated, where it's like. Okay, we can't just fuck around and like make money off of nothing. Like I, we kind of have to. Like the age of just being an NFT brand is not enough anymore. Like it's got to get a little bit serious. And then there's a lot of those tanking the doodles and cool cats and stuff. But this week is NFT NYC, and so there's a lot of money moves being made. Luca Nets, uh. Had done a state of the penguins, union. I don't know that the the response to the rogues was not good. Really, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, not he, what we were expecting. It was very bearish. No, it was the thing is he's betting on some pretty sophisticated stuff, but it wasn't a price go up thing or like an airdrop thing. And yeah, think, and NFTs. It's like pretty low curve, so that's just bearish. Well, what he was doing was, his main thing is licensing. And I recently started following this guy on Twitter who has 13 licensed penguins. You can license the penguins to, like, companies and businesses. And Luca is trying to get all the penguins licensed and then have the IP be the main thing. NFT DeFi. Well, it's not NFT DeFi. It's more like real estate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Disney. It's Disney. Yeah. He's trying to have the penguins be Disney, and then it was way over people's heads because Definitely. it's like a thousand miles over people's heads. And then people were like, fuck this. I thought I was just going to get some money for yeah. free airdrop to me. And he was like, I did something. You have to have some awareness and realize that's mostly what the space still is. So right after, It's like it's if I'm not getting money, worthless. Yeah. Right afterwards, he said, I made a mistake. Yeah. I shouldn't have announced like this. But what he said was that the... Pudgy penguin rods were going to be multipliers if you licensed your penguin and you had a rod. It would double or triple your commissions. Pudgy. Yeah. Number go up. Everything but first you got to license your, go down. license your penguin too. And then so. so what he was talking about was this is in conjunction with, um, you know, overpasses, like when you drive on a highway. Yeah. And when people do like the, uh, the flags or whatever, or not flags, but like, like uh, signs. And then they write, like, you know, like, honk if you like Biden or Bush or titties or whatever, you know? Then he's trying to do Operation Overpass, where he wants Pudgy Penguins to just be 
everywhere around America on the overpasses. So that if you own a pudgy penguin, there will be a deal for you to license it. And then he's like, if you own a pudgy penguin, there's going to be so many opportunities for you to license it. And then if you have a rod, you'll get increased commissions on your licensing. You have some rods. I have some rods. and I have a rod. Yeah, and then my dad has the bigs, the original pudgy penguins. So if there is a licensing deal, owning the rod will double or triple my commissions. But this is like a six month down the road IP play. Probably longer. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Really long term. Yeah. So it's like the rod announcement. Most people aren't patient, but like patience gets rewarded off. Well, the thing is, it depended on the rarity, and so I purchased a rare rod, and then. In you don't get you don't, don't get the full multipliers. Yeah. You wanted you, to get a rare a, a pudgy penguin, not the rod. You need a full pudgy penguin. Lil pudgies, the multiplier That's is how you less. get the licensing deals from your pudgy. Like yeah. you gotta have a marketable pudgy penguin. No, but what he's saying is that he's gonna line up so many fucking deals because they're gonna be on every overpass. They're gonna be all around America that everybody can license their penguin. Yeah. But there was one dude, I mean, if you put the effort in, you can get a lot of licensing deals. Dude, I could see them, like, licensing some, like, uh, baseball steam in Japan. You know, like... It's burger joints. You saw the Board Ape burgers or whatever, the Board yeah. Burgers shit in California. The in and out stuff. Or... Yeah. You end up just lending your... Yeah. No, I, mean, I, like, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, those motherfuckers out of Mr. B's Skills Kitchen. Like, I mean, I don't know if that's a big deal or not, but it wasn't anything that sophisticated. Like, well, they're doing a lot of toys. Like, yeah. They're doing. Well, no, that's sophisticated. Let's create a ghost kitchen. That's not bad. Dude, those are so sketchy. Ghost kitchens. Yeah, that's my point. Like, we're, like we're fucking jacking off to Yuga Labs for creating ghost kitchens. Like, no offense, Pudgy Penguins is no, better. I was going to get into. I was going to get into the other stuff that they've been doing. Yeah. So they're... Uh, when are they building a theme park? Man? The That's metaverse the is pretty deep. That's the next step. And then the thing is, Yuga, they've been raising more funds from actually sophisticated venture capital. The thing is, they've become a blue chip because they've become a real company. And that's the thing is, out of NFTs, will you become a real company or are you a cash grab? Well, and the Kanpai Panda seems like it's an actual brand. And the weird thing is, what does the brand stand for? And at some point, sometimes it doesn't even matter. Because it can be a person, a thing, or an idea. And that's enough just to make money. But um, the Kanpai Pandas, they have their sponsors, who are the MMA people. They do the in-person events. And then they have merch. Like, that's a business already. Yeah. And then if it's successful or not, it's not even how well it's run. It's just, is it hype enough? And Bored Apes are hype enough that they're a full-grown business. It's like Trump. You know Trump was a failure as a business person, but he just got so much attention. Well aware. That he ended up making money off of licensing his name. And that's where he made most of his money. That's smarter. It's smarter just to be able to get more attention. Yeah. And then they said he was the genius at earned media. Earn media, media costs a lot of money to be advertising yourself. You guys know Michael Bloomberg? You have a failed mayor. 
hundred million. Dude, to- you gotta take soda pop. What's up with that? No. I spent a hundred million to become president, and all I got was this T-shirt. Yeah. Dude spent a hundred million. He pulled like at four percent. Yeah. It's better yes. than a lot of people do for a hundred mil, though. But Trump got more attention well, no without spending that Conor money. Roy, Conor yeah, Conor Roy. yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Hundred million for one percent is like, oh, that's pretty good. I right, so do you win with that a hundred million? Now, like, you got to listen to the political podcast. It's about to turn to succession podcast. Well, well, that's a great, also a great show. Calm. Sagar Sagar talks about it too in Crystal and Sagar where he said Trump knew it. Where he's like earned media. It's worth millions. Mm-hmm. Like Trump knew that he was just getting attention yeah. and sucking all the oxygen out of it. Look, right. he's a brilliant uh media survivor. Yeah, we forgot to talk about Doge, man. Yeah, yeah Doge me. Fuck was up with that shit when the Twitter logo turned into Elon. Elon, man. Elon with more marketment, I feel like. He, he just can't help himself. He just can't help himself. Yeah, at a certain point, he's got to flex. He at a certain point, he's got to flex. Doge logo. Like, Doge pump. I don't think Doge come up, dude. So, Chey, Chey, a.k.a. Bitcoin Panda, a.k.a. the Panda, he's saying Doge is going to pump on 420. You keep saying it's been a 10x, like it's the safest 10x in crypto. That's I mean, it was been up. Safest we were just talking about earned media. This is such a great transition. We were talking about Trump and attention and the attention economy. Doge. Doge. With, and especially like. I have allocated some Doge. The world's worst, the world's biggest troll in Elon Musk. Just loves just to play around with Doge. He is the world's biggest troll, Brian. You're right. Like, honestly, like, Doge... Did you not feel for him when he said that his feelings have been hurt? No. In the BBC... He'll be okay. He'll he'll be fine. He'll wipe up the tears of being a top five billionaire. He's autistic. He'll just Ah. make a couple more babies. He doesn't know why people don't like him. He's all right. I don't feel bad for him, though. Look... Uh, I'd be happy to sit down with him one-on-one. He's, he's done pretty well. It's hard, it's hard to feel yeah, bad for it's people. Hard, yeah, it's hard so to feel bad. He's a workaholic. He's a yeah, and he's he done really well. People don't like him. You know he gets a lot of credit, man. Listen, listen to me. It's a lot of credit. I, mean, I, would, I don't feel that bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> he a has a lot more money. A lot of money, a lot of credit. Yeah. A lot of people are very positive. I'm so happy he revealed the Twitter files. And that we're being tracked and sent. Yeah, we literally just dumped Matt Taibbi. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knew all that. Yeah. He stopped following. He proved it. That's true. He fucking platonically dumped him. We got to talk about this because you're yeah. always just uninformed or misinformed. Did he or did he not yeah. unfollow? Daniel, tell him what's up. Later. Let's get to the shills. All right, Let's yeah. get to the shills. The shills. It's crazy. I don't know. For me, I think the ETH. The ETH uh, after the Shanghai update, not a lot of selling. It just held, held at two thousand. and just went up. Whatever's expected, the opposite happens. Exactly. It, when everyone ninety five percent of people think it's going to go down because Shanghai will be a sell event, it'll always. Go I the get. Other yeah, way. I guess. Or nine out of ten times, it'll go the other way. Props to the, the people who just ignored the news. Yeah, you just got to be contrary. And I'm so not, now I just don't want to miss alts or like they transfer into alt season because I. I feel like there's a huge leg up, and then eventually it's going to transfer to all season. The FOMO's kicking in hard for you, Brian. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm hard FOMO at 30. Buy more, buy, buy more chain link, man. Like, yeah, hard fo- Yeah, chain link hasn't even moved. Yeah. You're not even late. 
You can get eight thousand. like a dollar. You can get a thousand for eight thousand or for eight thousand bucks. You can get a thousand yeah. for eight thousand bucks. That's a make it. That's suicide stat. Bitcoin doubled. Chainlink went up ten percent. You know, you still you're not you're early. Exactly. <laughs> Eric Smith, man, to the promise land. Cooper, if you're listening, shout out Chainlink. Shout out Coop. Then what do you got? I was Gabe kind of had said it where it's like when some people do one thing like you know the opposite and it's totally true like i just uh relatively sold my phantom and it's gonna pump now yeah so i'm chilling phantom yeah. uh huge like, bullish like, signal he just sold that. yeah it's yeah. exactly the same time He's last time i did bull, it bull single. um but phantom <laughs> is really always so good i wanted to get in touch on this where brian because brian shield eth and the thing about eth is that it's really really decentralized and a really strong, safe network that everyone can trust. And it's like really the heart of what blockchain is supposed to be about. Phantom is a bit more centralized. There are a few like lesser players. Phantom is faster than ETH and cheaper, and it has a place in the L1, L2 system. The one thing I would say is like, for one, it's not going to take over ETH. ETH has a place of the dominant blockchain. And then with the Shanghai update and all the people invested in Socknet, I can respect the ETH shill. Phantom, it's smaller, it's faster, it's for DeFi people mainly. It's getting better and better. It's going to go up. The one argument against that that I was talking about with Gabe was that there's other L1s, L2s. Solana, Optimism, Arbitrum, Avalanche, but I'm still bullish on Phantom. I agree with Brian. ETH is good. Phantom has an argument that I explained. There's an argument against Phantom. There's an argument against ETH as well. If people are saying all season, it first got to go through ETH, right? Yeah. Yeah, in the cycle. But people were saying that that cycle is... uh, is, is, That cycle is... But you think it's going to transfer out that quick? I feel like ETH ETH didn't pump enough. Well, Daniel, I want to potentially... It's still good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he needs to pump more. It's healthier to take it. How can you get Daniel's input on this? So you talk about how you mentioned how Phantom is uh, more centralizing for DeFi. How does that play into the fact No, it's not more centralized for DeFi. It's more centralized for the the fact that, like, the nodes are more centralized. The cosmetic nodes. DeFi. But the protocols are totally separate from who's running the nodes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to get that inside base. What I was talking about is uh, its founder, Andre, created Yearn, which is particularly big in DeFi. Where does that Look, lend itself into the future outlook? What I would say, so? what I would say that like kind of to steer your you know, question right, is right. the idea of like there are public and private blockchains, and then not only are there like Gabe was saying these apps and these decentralized exchanges and these protocols. There's also deals that Phantom has with sovereign governments that are private contracts. They're doing stuff for the Afghanistan and like Pakistan governments. These blockchains are technologies that they're public slash private businesses. ETH is like the public commons and it's a bit more expensive. I think Phantom is a bit more specialized, a bit more niche, but they're going to keep improving on their technology. They do have more competition. But are they going away? No. Are they going to get better? Yes. Is ETH dominant? I'd say so. I mean, that's a that's an argument. That's a discussion. 
Is ETH now with yeah, the Shang? I don't think ETH's going anywhere. He's definitely not going anywhere. Yeah. Not, not that you have like good side I'm not, chain I'm not, options. I'm not saying internet I'm bonds, man. I'm not yeah. saying Phantom is going to overtake. Arbitrum kind of myths that ETH is just never going to go away. Yeah. yeah. And then it is kind of the idea of is it the full cycle where it's like first Bitcoin pumps, then ETH, and then altcoins, and then like it's kind of Brian said ETH, I said Phantom, that's an L1, but then it's like Gabe can do his shills where it's the altcoins, yeah. the shit coins that are yeah. I, I will, but the only thing I want to say is I think the only real bearish argument against Phantom is the centralization, but it's like yeah. it's like the, the average person doesn't give a fuck. But and also the reason they want to be more centralized is so they can be faster and safer. And you kind of have to sacrifice something. And that's kind of like the path. Yeah, because there's a giant down. consensus. But and then with but, Eve, it's also centralized to like whatever Lido whale there is. That's true. But just like got all these because of the market cap, ETH probably is the most decentralized. Like it's just. And I've heard about the technology with like there's link and like there's just more players. the more nodes, the more yeah, decentralized, the stronger the network. There's just more players. But you sacrifice size for speed and efficiency. You do. You sacrifice a lot of size, and you sacrifice price. I mean, like I forgot to mention price, like price per transaction. Like it's much cheaper to keep it more centralized as well. Yeah. But dude, Gabe, hit your yeah. Nose. All right, so two two coins that have been popping off that I like. I heard about a bit ago. Injective Protocol. That's been around a long What's time. What's the symbol? INJ. So that's been around a long time. That just that just broke into the top 100, but that was a project that actually came with their coin do? in 2019. It's basically like a kind of like a TradFi bridge, like derivatives protocol, okay. where they want to, like, tokenize, you know. GMX? They're tokenized, like, real. No, it's they're, way they're more than GMX. They, they want to tokenize real things as well. They okay. want to tokenize, like, stocks. They want to tokenize con- commodities. Okay. And, like, they just want to basically combine, like, TradeFi. Like, they, they like, want to, like, bring, like, a established, like, TradeFi, like, brokerage or platform, yeah, 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 like, yeah. and just synchronize it into. You tokenize assets. Yeah. To tokenize all yeah, the tokenize assets. assets. And this is something Mark Cuban actually got huge, involved in back in 2019. analysis so, is on uh, tokenized assets. This product's already been around since I was in crypto. The all-time high came back from the last bull market, which yeah. was 20 plus. So it's been around at least a bull market. So it's not just a brand new company. The progress has been slow, right? But yeah. it's, you know... It, it's just one to watch. You it's know? still I, I think, I think there's a lot of bull- something. I think it's a very bullish area yeah. to be in. Right that's. Now. I mean, if you're able to survive from last bull run, like that's saying something. And then uh, the other one I wanted to talk about was NXRA. I don't really know what it is, but it's a coin that's been popping off. Low calf. <laughs> you know. Just been, the name has just been floated around. The, the same people who are right about Inch, the same people who are right about Rogue. Why not? Floating this. And so far they've been right about this. It's up Why, 2x. Ride, since, ride the wave, right? You know, ride the wave. It's up 2x since I bought it. Yeah. That was like a week and a half, two weeks ago. That just it's, gives you last or yeah. 2020 alt season vibe. People smarter than me are You know, you're just like, people are just showing I'm stuff. Following. Why yeah. do research? Yeah, yeah. You're basically <laughs> like showing stuff and then like people <laughs> follow and just like the ride ways and like a lot of people still make money but then you catch the wave late it's like surfing and xr and the giga brands are pumping it so we'll so, see we'll see that's a good that's a good ups. <laughs> yeah thanks for listening smithy was actually here for this one 
But thank, well, uh, thanks for listening, now. other uh, esteemed yeah. guests. Yeah, to this is a success, two year anniversary. Yeah, back yeah. where we began. Yeah, peace.